Welcome to FAIR Podcast. We'll dive deep into the latest news and how it impacts each of us on today's FAIR Podcast, Breaking News. Let's start the show. Hi, Dan Stein here, and we have another FAIR Podcast, one I think you'll enjoy listening to. Uh, I'm joined today by David Colkett who is an activist with Floridians for Immigration Enforcement, or Flyman. That's F-L-I-M-E-N dot O-R-G, if you want to find out more about them. Sitting on my desk in my office is a yellow toolbox. Jack Oliver came and left me one day. It has police tape, has emergency candles. It has various and sundry things you would need to be industrious and work hard. These emergency candles also have matches. There's a hammer, very nice hammer. It has electrical tape. It has a little portable knife, um, a mask, and a paintbrush, screwdriver, and an American flag. And it's very nice quality, and it has my name on it. And that's the kind of person Jack Oliver was, an industrious and incredible activist for the nation and for Florida, an unstoppable guy who passed away unexpectedly the other day in Tennessee. And his good friend and colleague, David Colkett, is with us today to reflect on Jack's work and life. Um, When did you first meet Jack, David? Well, I founded Flyman in 2004, and it was within two years, I'd say 2005 or six, that Jack came on board. And I tell you, he has been just an energizer bunny, as uh, one person said. He has uh, worked tirelessly for E-Verify, and he was the one that said, you know, Flyman really needs to address the root cause of illegal immigration, and that's the job magnet. So for over 10 years, Jack has worked with politicians and citizens and and FAIR and everybody to get E-Verify enacted. And it, we are in a position to, uh, best position ever, this legislative session to get E-Verify enacted. Uh, Jack also worked with the uh, Constitutional Revision Commission on an E-Verify effort, but the guy, the guy was just tireless. He, he de- dedicated his life to E-Verify. He was a patriot, uh, just a loving father to his son and twin daughters, and he was a, he was a good friend to me. I it worked with uh, Jack for 10 years. We were on the phone probably almost every day for, for 10 years, and he'd come up with the greatest ideas as he was a brilliant strategist. He had a terrific memory. Uh, it'll take 20 people to replace uh, Jack Oliver. <clears throat> what do you think made him so energetic and determined? Well, he often told the story about his drywall business, and he was making a, fan, uh, a living for his family, and he had a decent business, and all these illegal aliens came into the construction business, and just undercut him left and right. And that just affected uh, Jack immensely, and particularly being the, the patriot that he was. He often wore the American flag and and was very uh, loving of this country and everything it had done for him. 
So he uh, he's told that story often. He says this is wrong for for citizens. We're the victims, contrary to the way the media and the and the leftists uh, present it. Yeah, he really cared about the little guy. He cared about uh, immigration's impact on American workers, small business. Never seemed to wasn't a complainer. He was just a doer. Yeah, yeah. He and he just he loved everybody. One of the things that I hear in his accolades was was uh, uh, people that had actually had just talked to him on the phone. And he was always so gracious, and he, he never got in a fight with with uh, our opponents. He would defend himself uh, aggressively, and he wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of, of Jack Oliver, as did uh, Marco Rubio. But uh, uh, if he liked you and he, you liked him, he, you were best friends forever. And he was just uh, a good friend to me and a mm-hmm. political ally. He's, his death has affected me more than any other non-family person um, in my life. I really, it, interestingly, about three weeks ago, we were on the, I don't know where we were, I just said, out of the clear blue, I said, Jack, I just want you to know I respect you uh, more so than uh, uh, most everybody I've ever met in my life. You're right up there at the top. And he says, likewise. And I was just grateful to this day that I, I said that to him. And, and it's true. I, I immense respect for the guy. Well, so did I. Tell us about what happened with Marco Rubio. Oh, well, Marco Rubio is, uh, it started off, oh, I don't know, maybe eight years ago when Marco Rubio was Speaker of the House in Florida. And we kept hearing, oh, we're getting, we, we had E-Verify bill filed. And we kept hearing, oh, we got pushback from the fourth floor. Well, we were a little naive at the time. What's pushback on the fourth floor mean? Well, as Marco Rubio, Speaker of the House, is against our bills. He blocked six immigration bills that year. So, like I said, you don't want to get on the wrong side of Jack. And he pursued that, and Flyman has really done a number um, uh, on Marco Rubio, which is one of the reasons that he came in so poorly in the presidential race, was his his uh, betrayal of Floridians on the Gang of Eight bill. So Jack, being the brilliant idea man that he is, he came up with uh, some songs about uh, Marco Rubio, uh, take this job and shove it, and of course he changed all the words. And then he had a, a graphic with a uh, Pinocchio nose on Marco Rubio, and the nose went along with all the uh, lyrics of the song. And we have two websites still up. Jack says, no, nope, we're leaving these websites up. MarcoRubioAmnestyMan.com and PinkSlipRubio.com. And they have these clever songs out there with the bouncing nose and everything. So Marco Rubio has an albatross around his neck for his betrayal of Floridians on the Gang of Eight Bell, thanks to Jack Oliver and his tireless persistence. Yeah, he, he always showed a lot of creativity and innovation when he was trying to go after somebody or something, right? Oh, he, he came up with all these ideas, and they were all, I, I, I kind of poo-pooed a few of them, but 90% of his, all his ideas were just great, and uh, we, we really uh, uh, implemented most of his ideas. And here's another indication of his 
dedication to immigration enforcement. In Tennessee, he passed away unexpectedly on the 10th of November this year. He was going up there to get a trailer, which he was going to pull behind his uh, RV, and he was going up to Tallahassee in March. The trailer was going to be the mobile flyman office. He was going to camp out in Tallahassee through the session to make sure E-Verify got passed. That's the dedication of this guy. That's incredible. <clears throat> Did he help to you know train any young activists so they'd be there to help take his place, do you think? Well, it's going to be hard to replace Jack. We're going to we're going to beef up our board, but it'll take a lot of a lot of people. But Jack uh, had was on the phone all the time, yeah, particularly in in Palm Beach County. And when he was working on a project, he'd call people up. Hey, will you do this? Will you do that? And so he had a, a, a loyal following of of people that would help him on on these projects. And in the Trump Club meeting uh, several weeks ago, he was the uh, issue coordinator on on immigration and they'd have four to six hundred people at this meeting and he he uh, uh, gave an immigration report every month at the trump club palm beach county and they uh, missed him so much they gave him a moment of silence at the last uh, trump club meeting mm-hmm. so he he had palm beach county all, all ready to go for e-verify I tell you, he he knew a lot of he knew a lot of politicians, uh, first name, and they all respected him. And he had a following of his own that to to work on these projects. Well, I'm Dan Stein talking with David Colcott of Flyman, Floridians for Immigration Enforcement, and we're talking about the passing of Jack Oliver, a great immigration reform activist, unsung hero of the movement. Any any last thoughts about Jack before we end it? I just want to say that he always spoke highly of FAIR, and he was on the phone to many of the, the FAIR experts, and he'd go to all the conferences, and he, he really appreciated uh, uh, what FAIR does, uh, and he certainly uh, utilized your many of your offers. Um, but we're going to miss the guy, and we are committed to get E-Verified through this legislative session, and we're going to have a memorial service in uh, December. So people need to look at flyman.org, F-L-I-M-E-N.org, for the announcement of the time and location. Well, I sure appreciate you taking the time, David. Yep, that's flyman, F-L-I-M-E-N.org. Want more information? This is Dan Stein, and thank you, David. Talk to you soon. That's all for this episode of FAIR Podcast. Be sure to click the subscribe button and head over to fairus.org to contact us through email or Twitter at FAIR Immigration to keep you up to date on the latest immigration update and reports. That's fairus.org.